Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. And we have panelists today, Wanda Petty, who's a U.S. Army veteran and president CEO of She Vet Inspire. And she has as a guest uh, Karen Warren, a leader in the information technology industry and currently a senior oracle in Dallas, Texas. Um, she has over 20 years of experience in the IT realm, and also uh, she has been using her extensive uh, expertise to empower and educate others worldwide she founded the Innovators of Tomorrow Incorporated, a nonprofit organization to provide technology training and support to school-age children. In addition, if this is not enough, in addition to her nonprofit life, uh, she has uh, her love for education and technology inspired her to become a serial entrepreneur. She consults and teaches others about credit restoration, how to improve their credit scores, and how to maintain good credit. So quite a full plate, and today's discussion is women in cybersecurity. Uh, so welcome, welcome, welcome to uh, you, uh, Wanda, and to Karen. How are you? Hi, thank you. I'm doing well. Oh, great, great. Uh, well, you know, there's some uh, things. I, uh, Wanda had, you know, submitted some things to, to talk about, and you know, the first thing is really the IT industry is infiltrated with men, right? It's, it's been traditionally running that way, although we did have things like hidden figures and people who are in technology, you know, going back in time who were women. But what inspired you to embark in an IT career? I actually developed a love of coding at the age of 10. Mm -hmm. I like playing video games, and I wanted to get a job when I grew up to create video games. Okay. And I also like I, I won't be I won't be challenging you on video games, so go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and I also like challenges, so I knew the career would be challenging in more ma more ways than one. So I was like, okay, this will be for me. Oh, fantastic. Okay, and what were two of your most difficult experiences and how did you move move beyond them? You know, moving into a field that was predominantly, you know, uh seems to be overrun by men. Well, my first job after college, I had a trainer who was a male, and he was actually a male chauvinist. Uh -huh. So he used to call me names. He called me a dumb blonde once, hmm. and he didn't like that I made more money than him. That was what it was all about. Mm -hmm. So every day he would ask me how much I made, and I wouldn't tell him. So he talked about how he worked his way up from the mail room to the IT department, like for 20 years. And then one day, he used his wife's access to look up my salary right in front of me. What? And okay. when he saw it, he started throwing things off his desk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, my God. So he, he told, um, I told my manager she didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. So then I reported him to HR because he just became really, really angry at that point. Unruly, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I guess another incident I would say would be when I was tested at that same job, like maybe a year later, mm -hmm. um, I was doing really well, like performing above average. 
probably more better than everyone else there. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't like it, so they gave me a test. And it was a program that they wanted me to write. They gave me five days to do it, a COBOL program. Mm-hmm. And they wanted me to do the flow chart, the pseudocode, like the whole thing in five days. And they thought it was impossible. Well, I finished it in three days. Okay. <laughs> and on the third day, my manager, the same one, she called me and said to turn in my badge and to pack my desk. And I said, wait a minute, I have two days left. And she said, yeah, but I don't think you're going to finish it, so we can just wrap this up now. And I told what? her, I said, well, guess what? I'm finished. And, and the, it was dead silence on the phone. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so I told her I was finished, and so she didn't say. Anything. I was like, "Hello, are you still there?" Wow, and she still didn't say anything, and so I said, "Well, I'm finished." I said, "I'm ready to turn it in now," and she said, "Oh, I'm so sorry." Um, okay, Karen, I'm so sorry, but now you need to find another job, and you have two days to do that within the same company. Wow. So, yeah, so that was one thing, and I found a job in one day. So. I actually moved to another department in the same company. Yeah, that sounds almost like there, it was some kind of form of retaliation for you bringing up the subject of this person, you know, just being out of control and going yeah. to HR, you know, and there, there are anti-retaliation clauses now legally, you know, that uh, protect people uh, in, in, in most companies. So that that's just really shameful. Um, yeah. And, and that's something that, you know, you know, people go through all the time. And it's, it's just uh, ridiculous that we should be going through that uh, based on your gender or your race or ethnicity, uh, that you have to face mm-hmm. things like that. But can, can you share any t- tips to prepare people for what to expect, you know, and how they can uh, sort of uh, gain access to the IT um, infrastructure or in- industry itself? Yes. Um, well, since women are underrepresented in the field, mm-hmm. one thing that I dealt with a lot, there's a lot of flirting and inappropriate comments all the time. Mm. So it's best to ignore them and stand your ground unless it becomes threatening or dangerous. Okay. And if, that, if that's the case, then you need to report it, right? right. Especially if it's your manager. Yes. Um, a lot of things, they don't like to listen when you speak with women. They don't want to listen to you. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to share your ideas, and sometimes they'll actually steal your idea if you share it to them. They'll steal it and, and say it was their idea. Mm-hmm. And I've had coworkers to, if say, for instance, I'm the only one at work and I work with two other male counterparts. If I'm the only one there, they come to my they come to look for the males. They're not there. I'm there. So I say, can I help you? Oh, no, that's okay. I'll mm-hmm. come back when the others are back. So, you know, they won't even talk to you or ask you anything because it's almost like a trust thing. It's like they don't really trust you. Mm-hmm. They don't trust your work because you're a woman, mm-hmm. because there's no way you can do it. It's too hard, right? Well, <laughs> and also, it's, it's like if you talk to customers on the phone or other coworkers, they think you're the admin. And oh, I had a person I was talking to on the phone with one of our vendors for an application that I support, and I said, there for like 10 minutes explaining the problem and telling him what was wrong so that they could help. It was like a help desk on the application. And he said, well, let me speak to your Oracle DBA. And I said, I am an Oracle DBA. And he said, oh, wow, I'm so sorry. And I was like, who do you think I am? I told you the problem, right? Mm -hmm. So anyway, it's a lot of that that goes on. But just, just, you know, 
just expect it because there's not a lot of women in the field, so there's kind of like a trust issue going on. Do, do you see that changing at all, though, over time, or is that just still something that's just embedded right now? I definitely hope so. I think it's changing a little bit now, but we still have a long way to go. Yeah, yeah. I think we need more women in the field. Once we get more women in the field, then we can, you know, make a more progress, I think. That's right, yeah. And, um, you know, what, what you know, what advice would you give to other women considering entering the technology industry? Is it, is it you know, making sure you get the right uh, training or the right programs or how, how do you do that? Because it sounds like you started really early. I mean, 10 years old <laughs> and uh, yeah. you, you know where you're going to go, right? And so, yes. so, you know, what about people who are changing careers or have, you know, technical skills that aren't necessarily in the IT field but want to make that transition? I would say make sure, yes, make sure you're training. Like there's certifications. There's like a certification for every aspect of IT now. When I became, when I came into the IT field, it was like coding and that was it and network administration. That was like basically it. But now they have project management. They have cybersecurity. They have um, a lot of different things now. So there's certifications for everything now. So I would say to get a certification if you want to change your field. Um, if you don't want to go back to college, of course. So just get a certification. That's really that's all that's needed for IT. And probably I would say um, if it's really what you want to do, stick with it. My daughter actually went through this in the ninth grade. She's in college now. But in the ninth grade when she entered high school, she wanted to do IT, and she was the only person of color and the only girl. Mm -hmm. So she wanted to drop out. And I told her, no, if it's really what you want, stick with it. Don't change because it's a lot of it's a male-dominated field. Because when you work, it'll be like that also. So if it's really what you want to do, just stick with it. Stand up for yourself and you'll be fine. And don't allow to be mistreated or unheard. Speak your voice and make an impression. And that's usually, you know, when they start trusting you, like, oh, okay. Well, she really is smart. <laughs> and that's bad, but that's what they say. And um, really they're watching you because they secretly admire you. It's really what's going on, but they won't admit it. Right, and they're trying to emulate themselves after you or <laughs> try to learn some, yes. of, the, some of the uh, things that you have. You know, I, I remember, I was, yeah. uh, you know, I was, uh, I'm a physician, but I remember one time someone of, uh, you know, coming up to me because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm African-American, but people coming up to me and saying, and this has happened actually in one of the libraries, and they walked up to me and, and I had, you know, outlined some things uh, on this board you know about you know the endocrine system and one of the people actually said i you know i didn't know that you people had such big brains <laughs> and this person from overseas wow. and i said really <laughs> i said stick around <laughs> you'll find out more <laughs> but but you know but wow. just a soldier also is like an intuitive film producer career strategist and inspirational activist and she helps women, you know, veterans and minorities identify and pursue their uh, purpose. So why do you think it's it's so, uh, or believe it's so important and vital for women to consider the information technology industry? Well, um, hi, hi there, sir. I, uh, I think that it's um, really important simply because of being, a, as of myself, being a HR 
manager in recruiting, having a recruiting background mm-hmm. for 20-plus years in the Army mm-hmm. and watching the careers shift and veterans being able to shift from one field to the next, we weren't getting the jobs that were equal to our experience or our pay. So I thought, um, as I watched closely, the, the fields that I thought fit most to our experience are the project management and IT um, in information technology. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's important that women not downplay their experience that they, they have from serving, all the experience that we have from the project management to the IT experience can also be converted, and it's a higher-paying industry in the civilian sector. So that's why mm-hmm. I think that women women should really consider this particular field because, for one, we're already experienced with it leaving from the military. Yeah. And then, yeah. two, it's something that will put us in a higher-paying bracket. And that I, what bothered me the most when I got out is watching veterans being uh, transitioned and then being uh, paid minimum wage with all the experience that we had. So I specifically, specifically sought out these particular um, industries and seeing how it transfers into the media aspect because it's it's a, a, a dire need for women in the IT industry and media as well when you talk about animation when you talk about the security parts of how they protecting um uh down downloads and and copyrights and things like that all of that still converts into the particular industry of entertainment and that's why i thought that i think that women vets should really um consider this as a option when they're transitioning yeah because the, the IT technology goes into also, you know, into the green economy, right, Karen? I mean, we we have things like solar panels. We have, you know, um, automobiles that are electrical automobiles now, and a lot of that has to do with the technology and, you know, uh, you know, information technology. How we use artificial intelligence and and those things are really transforming the workplace uh, as we, you know, as we even uh, take a breath, right? Uh, so, so do you think it's really important for women to get involved in that, um, and uh, you know to have a place in that? So, uh, what what is your thing? Why do you think it's so vitally important? Hello, Karen. Yes, I'm here. Oh yeah. So, why wh- why do you think it's so vitally important? Because we have you know so many different forms of technology exploding right now, right? And we have yeah. all kinds of IT systems coming out. We have uh, mm-hmm. people with solar panels. We have electric cars. We yeah, All of this is really based on information technology. A lot of the industries, the insurance industry, is really heavily involved in that. Uh, people are using it in public health to track all kinds of things like the pandemic. So why, why is it so vitally important that women have a voice in this? I think women are a lot, we're very detailed. And I tell my coworkers that all the time. There are things that we see that they don't see, like men don't see, right? Um, like my job is very detailed. You have to document and everything. So women are very good with documentation. Men aren't. They just like to remember what they do, and they don't want to write it down because they don't think they have to go back to it. But 
sometimes you might. So I think we're more detailed, and I think the way that we think um, is very creative, a lot more creative, um, just in my experience and the job that I'm in now. Our creativity is we think differently. So we sometimes we can accomplish things in a different way that's not as, you know, black and white as, as someone else would think. And also there's going to be a shortage of IT jobs, and that's one reason why I like training children to fit, go into the field when they get older because there are going to be so many technology jobs and not enough skilled workers to fill those jobs. Because yeah, so like you said, solar panels, cars, AI, all of that. Yeah, so so what, it's what, what the, technology is growing. So what, what types of services and programs are you offering uh, for those who are interested in IT? Um, coding, cybersecurity, robotics, um, project management, mm-hmm. basically every facet of IT. Oh, fantastic. Um, and how, how can people find out more about that? Uh, we're starting to run short on time, but what, what, what do you think uh, people need to know? Can they go to a website? Uh, how can they get more information on this? Yes, my website is www.icancode2too.org. Okay, and say that again. www.icancode2too.org. Okay, excellent. So that's just a uh, and any uh, any other uh, things that they can go to or any resources you would recommend that they look at. You know, in you know, in order to figure out what kind of career track they want. Um, any kind of organizations or anything they can do, sit, take a look at. Hello. Is that question for Karen? Oh, for Karen. Yes. <laughs> okay, I thought you said sister. I'm sorry. Oh no, no. no. <laughs> okay, um, there are a few. Um, I guess you could just Google. Um, IT jobs, IT careers, because okay. there's so many now. I mean, I wouldn't suggest a certain organization, but there's, like, so many. Okay. So, yeah, just would, I would just Google IT careers or most popular IT careers, basically. Most popular IT careers. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you very, very much. And that's something that we offer as well um, mm-hmm. for women who are interested in project management and IT. So with She Media Tech, that's exactly what we do. Okay, and give that uh, uh, that site again. SheMediaTech.com, but they can go to SisterSoldier.com to get to it. Okay, fantastic. I'm so proud of both of you. You're doing a lot of great work out there. <laughs> and uh, we are running down on time, so I uh, just want to thank uh, She Serves, She uh, Matters, She Voices, uh, Coalition with Partner, uh, Sister Soldier. And thank you so much, Karen, for spending your uh, afternoon with us on the show. And uh, more power to you. And I hope uh, you change and revolutionize this entire IT industry. We need more women out there, and to, to you know bring their talents, skills, and uh, you know aspirations as well into the field. Okay, stay with thank us. Thank you. <laughs> stay with us. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.